Hello everyone, my name is Sky Menhart and you are listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where I discuss my journey with bipolar disorder, mental health tips, and more. Welcome to the show. Hello everyone, hello, welcome back to the show. So today we are switching gears a little bit, you know, so far on this podcast we have talked about mania, we have talked about hypomania, how that feels, what that looks like, my story with that. And today I wanted to speak about depression. Now, before we begin this episode, I just want to make it clear that I will not be touching on suicidal thoughts as much this episode. I'm trying to save that for a later episode and give it the space that it needs. But for now, I'm just speaking about depression itself, not necessarily suicidal thoughts. So there is a brief mention of it later on in the episode, just as a trigger warning, but that's not the main focus of today's episode. So, depression is a mood disorder that can cause increased sadness and a loss of interest that can affect your daily life. This is something that so many people struggle with every day. More people than you know go through depression. And it is a very hard disease to deal with. It can be a really debilitating time in your life. It can be hard to get out of bed in the morning. It can be hard to sleep. It can be easy to oversleep. Um, and, you know, depression looks different for everyone, but today I wanted to speak about what it has looked like for me and what I have learned that has helped me when I am depressed. So if you're wondering, you know, am I depressed? I'm not sure. How would I know? Here's some ways that you might know if you're depressed. Do you have a lack of interest in things you once enjoyed? Do you feel empty? Is it harder for you to complete daily tasks? Do you feel just overwhelmingly sad all the time? Do you have a lack of sleep or are you oversleeping? That's kind of how you can know if you're depressed. Now, obviously, before I get into everything, I want you to know that it is always important to consult a medical professional, your doctor, your psychiatrist before self-diagnosing because self-diagnosing can be really dangerous. It can lead to a lot of late nights on WebMD and it can give you anxiety that you really don't need. So make sure you speak with a professional before deciding that you're depressed. Now, for me, I know when I'm depressed because I feel a huge lack of creativity. I kind of judge my moods based on my creativity, like how much I want to write in my journal that night. If I don't feel like writing or singing or dancing, I kind of can see that I'm a little depressed. And depression for me has looked different over the years. You know, whenever I was first depressed as a kid, like from 11 to I'd say 17, depression was different. I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't sleep. I didn't feel like myself. It was a very debilitating thing because I had never been on antidepressants or any kind of medication and I didn't even know it, but I did have bipolar disorder at the time. So it was a real struggle for me. And now as an adult, depression kind of looks more like I'm overeating. I'm oversleeping. I have no motivation. I'm just not feeling good at all. And obviously, I didn't feel good at all when I was younger, but I was. it was more of an anxiety-fueled depression rather than just depression, depression. So I think depression can look different for anyone. So obviously, you know, my journey is not going to be the same as your journey, and you may experience different symptoms or side effects than I do. So just don't go by what I'm saying. Just you have to find what works for you and what you personally go through when you are depressed. And if you're wondering, well, I don't know if I'm depressed, how would I know? 
and how could I get in touch with myself enough to know? I think it's important to speak to somebody who knows you well and say, hey, have I been acting a little different lately? Do I seem a little lower than usual? Like, do I seem like I don't have a lot of energy? Is there something going on? Can you tell? I think that kind of helps to get you to become a little more self-aware of what's going on in your life. it Because the people around you, your family and your friends, they will notice a change in your mood. And it can be really helpful to have them let you know when you are getting to be a little different, a little depressed, a little lower energy. So that then you can move forward and try to treat yourself and get treatment and get help. So I wrote down a few questions that might be good to ask your doctor. Now, this is in regards to medication because I am pro-medication, obviously. I think antidepressants can be really effective, especially if you get on the right one for you. I'm not going to recommend any medications because I'm not a doctor and I don't want you guys to (laughs) take my advice all the way, you know, Um, all the way because I'm not a clinically trained medical professional. But I think it's important to ask a few questions if you are thinking about getting on a medication. It's always important to ask, you know, what are the side effects of this antidepressant? Um, Which different types of antidepressants are there? I know there are different types that do different things. um, And it's important to find the right one for you. And it's always important to consult your doctor before you make any changes to your current medication or if you make any changes in general, just always talk with them before you do anything uh, and make sure that it's okay for you to do. So I've had a good experience with antidepressants for the most part. Right now I am taking one and it has really been helpful for me. It works really well. I don't have negative side effects when I take it and I feel good and I do feel less depressed. So when I am depressed though, there are a few things that can help me um, because it can be really hard to just function as, you know, in your normal life when you are depressed, you kind of feel like there's, you have no motivation to even get out of bed. You have no motivation to do your schoolwork, your chores, just take a shower even. It can be really hard. So one of the things that has always been important for me is kind of sticking to a schedule. Now, obviously, this is not possible for everyone and it's sometimes it's not possible for me. So I think it's important while you listen to these things that I say, it's always important to give yourself grace and give yourself time to heal and to feel better whether that means you don't wake up at 5.30 in the morning and go for a run, you decide to wake up a little later, say 7.30, and go for a walk instead. You know, it's important to take care of yourself and not push yourself too far, especially when you're depressed. Because when we're depressed, our brains are just functioning at like a lower level and it's just really hard to do small tasks that before when we weren't depressed they seem so easy but now when we are depressed it can be really hard to just function like a normal person so when you hear these things that I'm trying to help you with when you hear what I'm about to say just take it with a grain of salt and remember that you need to meet yourself where you're at and if you don't feel like doing all of these things that doesn't make you a bad person that doesn't mean anything bad it just means that you might need a little space and a little time to continue to heal Obviously, like with everything I say, you have to find what works for you. So one important thing that has really helped me when I am depressed is exercise. And this can be as simple as going on a walk. Just going outside, going on a long walk. I always feel so much better afterwards. I can feel my endorphin. I can feel like the serotonin coming back to my brain. And it really helps to be outside in nature, especially if it's a nice day. So I encourage you to just go on a walk. It can be really hard to find the motivation to work out and like do a 
full body workout and abs and arms and legs, it can be really hard to find the energy to do that. But if you can just find the energy to go for a walk, I think it can really help just kind of make you feel like, okay, I did something today. I got out, I tried, you know, and I feel good. Especially if you have somebody positive that you can walk with, like a fun friend that always makes you laugh, it can really be nice to just spend some time with people who are going to try to cheer you up. Now, I understand that when you are depressed, it can be annoying dealing with people who want to make you feel better. Just from my experience, I remember when I was first depressed in high school, a lot of my friends would be like, what's wrong with you? Come on, cheer up. You're so lame. You're so boring. And they really pestered me to like get in a better mood. And it honestly just made me feel even angrier and more depressed. So I think it's important to choose your company wisely and make sure you're being around people who aren't going to you know, cross your boundaries and make you feel uncomfortable and make you feel like you need to be happy and just pull yourself up by your bootstraps because it's really not that simple. But going on a walk with a trusted friend or a trusted family member can be really good for your mood. It can help you just feel a little bit accomplished like you did something and like you got out and tried. Another thing that is important for me when I'm depressed is to talk about my feelings and what I'm going through. Um, Sometimes depression and mental illness can make us feel really isolated like we are all alone and there's nobody who would understand and because of the stigma surrounding mental illness we are so afraid to just talk about what we're going through because we think people are going to judge us or they're going to you know shame us for what we're going through but really when you have depression when you have anxiety when you have bipolar disorder schizophrenia all of these things these are diseases that you live with every day just like cancer just like diabetes you know you have to treat yourself in the right way like you have to receive treatment for your illness just like everybody else received treatment for their illness just because it's an illness of a mind doesn't mean it's not an illness so I think it's important to talk about what you're going through and be honest with people like hey honestly I'm not feeling good today because I'm going through a little bit of depression right now and I'm trying my best but I would just appreciate it if you gave me some space or if you came with me to go get a drink you know different things like this it can be really important to reach out and find someone to talk to if you don't have anyone you trust around you I am leaving the suicide hotline and the NAMI hotline in the description of this episode and I know on the NAMI help it's a helpline they have like trained professionals who can talk to you and you can just kind of confer with them and let them know how you're feeling. I know some people get uncomfortable when they think about talking to someone they don't know but I've used the helpline before and they really did help me in a lot of ways and it didn't feel weird because I knew they weren't going to judge me because this is their job and I was never going to run into them again or see them or hear them again so it's not like it's awkward or anything so it can be really a helpful thing if you have nobody around you who you feel comfortable sharing your feelings with and it can be good just to vent If you don't feel comfortable talking about your feelings, another way to express them is through writing. Writing can be really helpful, especially if you're like me and you want to track the progress of your moods. I really like keeping a journal because it helps me see the progress of my bipolar disorder and like the the line of my mood. You know, it's like a roller coaster and I can see when I'm hypomanic, when I'm depressed, when I'm hypomanic, when I'm depressed. It can be really helpful to track your moods through a journal and just help you see, okay, on October 5th, I felt really depressed, but now October 31st, I feel way better. So it looks like my depression is getting better and I'm feeling good. You know what I mean? It can just be helpful. And then in the future, when you're feeling better, you can go back and look at what all you look at all you've learned through your whole depression and what changed and what helped you. 
So as always, I will encourage you guys to go to therapy. Therapy can be so amazing, especially if you have a great therapist and it's important to find the right one for you as with everything. But um, therapy can be really helpful because it's nice to have an anonymous person who is paid to just listen to your problems and help you with your problems and they cast no judgment on you. They're not going to go talk to your parents behind your back or talk to your friends behind your back about what you're going through. They're just there for you and you alone well, not you alone, but they're there for you for that hour. And it can be really helpful to have somebody who is not going to judge you to talk to you and to be there for you and to understand what you're going through. And so I encourage you to try therapy if you haven't already. Give it a try. I know that right now with COVID, it can be hard to get in to see a therapist. I don't know. I know we have listeners around the world, so it might be different where you guys are. But where we are right now, I'm talking to my therapist I'm actually able to see her in person which is nice we just have to wear the mask but um before we were doing phone sessions and zoom sessions so if you can't find a therapist right now there are online options I've heard better help is a good online community where you can find a therapist to talk to online it's a little cheaper than um traditional therapy and it can be a really good option for someone who doesn't have a lot of great mental health care in their area so if you're looking for something like that please check it out and see what it is like so another important thing for me now I know I said having a schedule is important and it is because sometimes when you're depressed all you have is your schedule like okay It kind of gives you a reason to live is what I'm trying to say because it can be good to say, okay, well, I'm getting up at 730 and I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go see my grandma. I'm just this is my schedule (laughs) that I'm sharing with you guys. I get up at 730. I wake up. I go to my grandma's house. Then I begin my day. And that's just how my days go. And if I know I can stick to that, it makes me feel a, a sense of peace and a little better about myself because I know I am on a consistent schedule. However, when you are depressed It doesn't always feel easy to be on a schedule. It's not always easy. It's not easy to get up at the same time. It's you may feel like sleeping in. And I want to encourage you to go with your intuition. If you feel like you just want to wake up at nine today, you're you're a little tired, you don't feel like getting up and going for that run, then by all means, give yourself rest if that's what you need. I think it's important to be to be flexible with yourself and give yourself the space and time to go through what you're going through. If you don't feel up for going to a a gathering with friends, which, you know, we probably shouldn't be doing anyway because of COVID, but if you don't feel like it, then don't do it. If you need to take some time off of work and if you're able to, then by all means do it and get yourself back on track. It can be really difficult to go through depression and, you know, feel like you have to stick to a schedule and you have to do this and that. You have a list of things you have to do and you and it can really stress you out and put more pressure on you and it can hurt more than it can help you in some cases so one thing I want to say is that if your symptoms become overwhelming if you are experiencing suicidal thoughts always seek help like I said I have the um, suicide hotline linked below their number I have the NAMI helpline number so if you need help call those numbers or talk to a friend, call your trusted family member and let them know what's going on so that you can get help. It's really important to understand when you are just depressed and when you're going over the edge, you know what I mean? And like I said, we're not going to be discussing suicide right now because I just wanted to keep this episode a little lighter and just speak about depression itself, but we will get into that in a future episode and we'll speak more about that then.
So it's okay to be honest about what you're going through and being honest can help you feel less alone. A lot of times when we're going through mental illness, we do feel isolated. Like I said before, it makes us feel like we are alone and we're the only one in the world who is going through this right now. Nobody would understand. And if we told someone, they would judge us. And it's unfortunate that we live in the society where there is such a stigma around mental illness to the point that we can't talk about it with each other. We can't even bring it up to our friends that we're going through depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder and so it's important to be able to talk about it if you can just have the courage to talk about what you're going through it will not only help you feel better but it will help other people who are struggling with the same things to feel like they can come forward and be open as well that's why it's so important and you know I used to be really ashamed of my depression and my bipolar disorder I was so embarrassed about it I didn't want to admit it to anyone and honestly hiding it from everyone made it 10 times harder and it made me feel 10 times worse because I was so alone and nobody would, nobody knew what was wrong with me and I had no one to talk to about it. So do not isolate yourself. If you're going through something horrible, do not isolate yourself. Talk to someone, reach out and try to get that help you need because it can really end up changing everything for you in the end. So another thing I wanted to say because... This kind of has to go along with when I what I was mentioning about like being intuitive with your needs and everything. Just don't have impossibly high expectations for yourself while you're depressed. This is something that I've had to deal with a lot because I do have high expectations for myself on a daily basis, usually when I'm in my normal zone, I guess you could call it. I expect a lot for myself. I'm, I like to stay busy. I like to be on top of everything. I like to be organized and have a plan. And sometimes when I'm depressed, I just can't make all of the things happen that I want to happen. So I think it's important to not have these impossible standards set for yourself. Because if you are depressed, you probably aren't going to feel like sticking to a 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. schedule, working 9 to 5. You're probably not going to feel like doing that. So it's important to have realistic expectations for yourself so that you don't overexert yourself and stress yourself out even more and cause more anxiety for yourself. Sometimes you just need to chill and be alone and just sit with your feelings, make yourself some really good food, and just take care of yourself. And it's okay to ask for space and ask for time for yourself. I know some people, you know, as long as, I mean, okay, I know I said that isolation is not good and it's not it's not good to isolate yourself and remove yourself from your friends and loved ones because of what you're going through but it is important to give yourself space if you need it if people are really getting on your nerves if when you're depressed you become more irritable around people then by all means give yourself that space that you need away from people so that you can just recharge and relax and i know that works different for different people because some of us are introverts some people are extroverts and so it depends on what your needs are and what your personality requires but for me I'm an introvert so a lot of times it'll look like I'm isolating myself but really I just need to be alone to regroup and figure things out for myself and that's perfectly fine you do what you need to do another thing I want to stress before we get wrap this episode up is just make sure you're taking care of yourself 
if you are depressed right now, make sure you're at least drinking enough water. Make sure you're getting enough food. Make sure you're eating healthfully. Make sure you're taking your vitamins and your medications if you take medication. Just try to remain consistent with your care of yourself because even though your brain doesn't feel good right now, it's important to keep your body healthy during this time. And so it can be really difficult to do that, but I really encourage you to just treat yourself healthfully with love and with kindness. So whenever I was first depressed, I was really embarrassed. Like I said, I was ashamed of what I was going through. I didn't want to tell anybody about it because I thought they were going to judge me and be mean to me. So I isolated myself. I shut myself off from all my friends. I stopped hanging out with people. I stopped trying. I just decided that it was better for me to be alone. And that couldn't It did not do anything good for me, honestly. It made me feel even worse. It made me feel like I was out all by myself and there was no way I was ever going to get any help. It made me feel like the depression was going to last forever and that I had nobody to confide in. It was very scary. Isolation can make you feel even more afraid of your depression. It can make your depression grow even more. So I encourage you, even if you can't reach out to a friend or a family member, at least write it down or call the NAMI helpline or the suicide hotline and just talk to somebody who can help. Because this is something, depression is something that can get really scary if you're by yourself and if you're facing it alone. But I want you to know you're not alone because I've been through it too and I'm right there with you in spirit cheering you on and I believe in you. You can do this. Just keep going and trust yourself. Trust that everything's going to be okay. And I know that's it's really difficult to go through depression, especially with everything going on, you know, on in the world right now. There are a lot of easy ways to be depressed. I mean, just reading the news can make you depressed. So if you guys are struggling with that right now, I encourage you to do something good for yourself today that makes you feel better. Even if you don't feel good at first or while you're doing it, even if you think, oh, this isn't working, I encourage you just to try, get out, get up, and do something to make yourself feel good. Make yourself a whole, healthy, wholesome meal. Make yourself uh a nice warm tea, make yourself a clean room. You know what I'm saying? You have to really take care of yourself during this time, even if you don't have depression. And if you do, talk to someone about it. Do not isolate yourself because that can really just bring in more anxiety, fear, and all that bad stuff that we do not want in our life. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Um, Like I said, we will be speaking about the suicidal stuff more in the future, but I just wanted to save that all for one episode, and hopefully the next episode will be a little more cheerful. Thank you guys so much for listening today. If you want more information about the podcast, please follow it on Instagram at Manic State of Mind Podcast, and if you want to follow me, I am at Sky the Gemini on Instagram, all lowercase. I will see you guys in the next show.